the Voice America t- The nursing industry is one of the fastest growing career forces in the world today. There are so many issues in the healthcare field these days relating to nurses that simply are not discussed in the media. Welcome to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with Leanne Meyer. Our program will help you with the most relevant information if you're in the nursing field or are planning to enter the industry. Now, here is your host, Leanne Meyer. I'm so glad to welcome you all back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. Thank you so much for being here and for telling your friends and coworkers. Um, I truly do appreciate it. So today's episode is called The Newest Thing in Nursing, Certified Coaching. And I'm not sure how many people will know that. I'm thinking this might be kind of a well-kept secret. Uh, We all know that nursing is changing by the minute. But did you know that nursing is the first and only profession to offer professional board certification and coaching? I am fascinated by this new profession of nurse coaching because having been a coach, I know what coaching can do for clients. It was my goal at one time a number of years ago to have organizations provide life coaching for every interested employee. It did not happen in my organization before I left it, but I think my guests today are going to be involved in doing that, and and perhaps not life coaching, but uh, nurse coaching, certainly. So um, Lynn McWright is among the pioneers of this emerging profession. Teresa Walding is a director and faculty um, for the program uh that they have. And Amy Hoschler is a student and my connection point to meeting the other two. So there are uh, graduates of this program. And as I'm trying to look at um, the name of the program, it's escaping me. So I'm going to have Lynn talk about that when she gets on. So just to let you know that there is a 60 hour um, continuing education program, and then you can sit for a national board certification through the American Holistic Nurses Certification Corporation. And then RNs must have a BSN or above and two years of experience to do this, which makes perfect sense to me. And then the NIH National Institute of Health has done a research survey uh, of certified nurse coaches from all five nurse coaching continuing education programs, and they have stated that nurse practitioners may be ideally suited for this role. And so I'm sure there will be um, lots of people in that area that may be interested and attracted. So as I said, my guest today uh, is Lynn McWright of Advancing Nurse Coaching, and Teresa uh, uh, Teresa Walding is a director and Amy Hoschler. So uh, Lynn, can you tell us more about yourself, about your program, about how you came to be a nurse and how you came to doing this type of work. Well, thank you so much for having us today. It's just thrilling to be here with you, Leanne. Yes, I so had the opportunity. I had the opportunity um, after I left nursing school to decide between my two fair favorite areas of endeavor, whether to stay um, in psychology or whether to go into public health. And I absolutely thrilled with the idea of bringing health to the public. 
So mm-hmm. most of my focus in nursing has always been in regard to promoting health and working with the certified nurse coaching now just brings another added dimension to that. We truly feel that nurse coaching will be the essence of nursing and will be returning to that essence in large, large numbers as the dissatisfaction with the profession emerges mm-hmm. with the transformation of the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. I had actually thought that I would be a nurse when I was about eight years old. I was sitting with our old dog as she was dying, and it felt like a beautiful space to be in, to be helping another, and my parents fully supported me in that. So I was just encouraged from that time on. I really never had another thought about what I might be. Mm -hmm. But I'll let you hear from Teresa now. Thank you so much. Teresa Walding, you are a director in the Advancing Nurse Coaching and also on the faculty. So tell us about how you became a nurse and how you got involved in this work. Yeah, well, when I was in the second grade, I was walking home from school and fell down and skinned my knee. And back then we had uh, home moms that, you know, kind of watched out for the kids as they were walking home and that kind of thing. And she came out and got me. And her daughter was there, and she put a Band-Aid on her knee, on my knee. And she's like, my daughter wants to be a nurse. And I was like, oh, I really want to be a nurse, too. So I think that was when the seed was actually planted. Mm. So when I moved forward, I was probably in my early 20s, and I was working for the Idaho State Tax Commission. And we were at break one day, and a friend of mine had just completed her degree and was working there as an auditor, and she asked me a question that had a profound response to me when she said, so what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, oh, I'm going to be a nurse. And she said, so when are you going to do that? Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, when am I going to do that? That same day, I went down and signed up for classes. Wow. Yeah, sometimes it takes a little push, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I was... was just kind of shocked to think that that was the one thing that said, hey, go do this. Yeah. And how did you get into nurse coaching? Um, Lynn and I had been thinking about a business for holistic nurses for oh, a couple of years, I suppose. And we were trying to see what we would like to do to help nurses um, be healthier, to take care of themselves better, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then we had a conference in October of 2015, Dr. Keith Blevins was our speaker, and he talked about um, resilience. Mm-hmm. After that conference, Lynn and I both said, that's what I want to do. I want to bring resilience to nursing. Right. And we figured nurse coaching was the best way to do that. So bringing resilience to nursing through nurse coaching seems like the perfect fit. Sounds like a great fit to me. So, Amy yeah. Hoshler, you are taking this program now. Is that correct? And tell us how yes. you found nursing and then how you found the program. Yeah. I So, back in high school, I was debating between if I wanted to be a nurse or an art director and kind of more practically decided to go into nursing. But I was then a camp counselor um, in college, and I was taking care of a sick camper one night, and I just... I really knew at that point, like, yes, nursing is, this is definitely where I'm supposed to be. 
Um, and since then, I really was interested in, in the neonatal intensive care, which is where I've spent most of my career. Mm-hmm. And just throughout nursing, I've always just kind of followed different things that interest me, whether that's innovation or patient experience. And um, I looked at going back to school and kind of with a career coach and kind of found out about some of the philosophy and thinking behind this nurse coaching program through some of the people mm-hmm. I had met. And then I actually met Lynn and Teresa at that conference back in 2015 and uh, connected with them and then have since joined into their, their program. Fantastic. So, yeah. uh, Lynn, uh, bring us up here as far as how would you like to get us started um, talking about the program? What is it? I guess nurse coaching could be um, coaching nurses or it could be teaching nurses to coach patients, and it could be um, a, a lot of things in between there. So tell us what it is. Right. Well, it, it can be both of those things, either of those things. And I think I want to preface this just by saying that nursing has always risen to the occasion. Where there was a need, we, we came in and we were able to, to fill that need. That's how um, nurses got involved in helping with family planning. That's how a nurse helped to start the Red Cross. That's how um, nursing began with nurse practitioners. There was a definite need there. And what we see now is that patients are really wanting to have a say in their own health. They're really mm-hmm. wanting to walk side by side with their healthcare provider as a team member and assisting them in seeking their own goals in health and finding their own answers. So that's precisely what nurse coaching does. And we have the opportunity th- through the American Holistic Nurses to see um, three major tenets, the first of which is to take care of the patient as a whole, body, mind, and spirit the second to include alternative modalities as appropriate, and then thirdly, which in my eyes is just the most important, to take care of the nurse first. So all of the national board certification is offered through the American Holistic Nurses Certification Corporation, and we have a wonderful opportunity to have 60 holistic continuing education hours to prepare for that test plus mm-hmm. 60 hours of coaching before the Ooh, exam. plus exam. that. Wonderful. So 120 yes. total hours then. It is. That's right. So it is a big commitment for a nurse. Um, all of those CEs, of course, count toward relicensure in states that require mm-hmm. CEs for relicensure also. So that's an added benefit. And nurses can sit for the board certification as a holistic nurse with the same CEs if they like. Mm-hmm. So that's, you, that's another added benefit. We you might really not, see, I, I want to just ask a question here. You might not know the answer to this, but it occurs to me, is this also available to nurses in other countries? It is. We, when our uh, school opened, we actually opened on three continents. Wow. So because we're an entirely online program with continuous registration and completely self-paced, we opened in Japan, we had a student in Norway, all across the U.S., and we have a student in Canada now. Wonderful. So even though we do call it a national certification, it has already gone global. 
Mm-hmm. Good, thank you. So back to your point you were just about to make. Well, just that nurses are the largest professional in every country of the health professions. So I I read the other day that the public trusts the nurses um, 65% to change the health care system. Mm-hmm. They trusted physicians 33%. To change Ouch. the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. So, as the world's largest health profession, it truly does lie on our shoulders to bring the change that will be what tomorrow's healthcare looks like. And mm-hmm. when I'm in class with our students in our live coaching call, oh my goodness, what I see is a health, healthy healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And that is what the change will be. It's, it's bringing resilience to the nurses themselves, to all of our colleagues, to all of our um, superiors, and to our patients. Mm-hmm. So my sense of things is that resilience actually will be found. It already is, but it will be found to be the most important part of health for all of us. Fantastic. And that's really what the patients are saying. As you said, they want to be a part of it. Um, but that is what they're saying is, is I want to be able to have somebody listen to what I already know about my body and help me to find those little ways that I can make things better um, as opposed to just slapping a Band-Aid on it or giving me a pill and sending me off on my way. Yeah, the old way of standing over someone, taking our finger, saying you've got to do this, is, is not working. It never did. And for right. us to be able now to help patients see through their own insight, their own wisdom, their own sight from within, what, what the next step is, is a beautiful revelation both to them and to us. And we mm-hmm. get to watch the lights go on in their eyes when they're being coached. Mm-hmm. It is. It's exactly like that. You do see a light go on, don't you? We do. We do. Yeah. And the Very satisfying. Also. Yeah. The first two courses in our coursework actually are focused entirely on the student's own resilience. We, we call ourselves a nurse coaching program, but we're actually open to all licensed health professionals. Oh, okay. That's good to know. Yeah, certainly it would be needed in all areas. Uh, particularly when we're seeing such a high rate of suicide and dissatisfaction. You mentioned that earlier um, in the healthcare professions. Um, right. You know, yeah, again, reminding people. Yes. And reminding and people that they have the, the, the wherewithal inside themselves to actually create that joy and create that satisfaction. Yeah. We had a study that was done by the Texas Workforce Commission, and it came out about four years ago, but it was a study of the graduates from all of the 215 schools of nursing in Texas the previous five years. And mm-hmm. what it found was that, that the average length of stay in the profession was 18 months. Oh, gosh. After yeah, I keep hearing these statistics, and they're, they're terrible, and they get worse. Well, I think that um, there are a lot of forces at work to, to turn that around now, but when, when we're looking at bringing resilience and wisdom from within, that truly is, is what the answer will be for 
yes. the people working on the front lines in healthcare. I agree. So I'm I'm interested in um, what kind of outcomes um, are you interested in achieving? Amy, do you want to address that? Yeah, I guess for myself joining the program, I really just initially wanted to see where my own experience is coming from more and more. Um, I had joined this program to better understand something that I had seen a bit a while back when I was mentioned that the career coach I had gone through and then um, again at that conference where I met Lynn and Teresa. So I just really wanted to really grasp that a lot deeper for myself to better my own nursing practice to show up better for that. And also into life as well. It doesn't just stick to your career. It kind of infiltrates all mm-hmm. aspects of your life. Um, and then taking it a bit further and then going through the coaching program, being able to share that with others as well, whether that's nurses or patients. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Lynn, would this be a good time for Teresa to talk a little bit about her experience of uh, physical healing? Well, do you have a story, Teresa? Yes, I do. Um, when I was talking earlier, we talked about the conference that Lynn and I attended. Actually, our Central Texas Holistic Nurses chapter put that conference on in October of 2015. And um, I had been a little bit primed to maybe receive the information. About a year earlier, Lynn and I were talking re- gone to some event and we were talking in the car and she was talking about, you know, resilience and how thought works and how that affects our life. And she, I was like, well, so teach me. How does that work? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, I can't teach it to you because it comes to you as an insight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you can't teach it to me? I got stuck on that part. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, that was the end of the conversation. So when I heard Dr. Blevins talking in October of 2015, and he began talking about how thought works and how our thought creates our reality. And he was talking about how germs were discovered. And he talked a little bit about Dr. Semmelweis and the hand washing, um, Mm -hmm. that, that scenario, and how much resistance he had to getting people to wash their hands. Mm -hmm. Well, now we know that we absolutely have to wash our hands, but it was along those same lines of information that he was talking about as an insight into how our thought works. Mm-hmm. And as he spoke about thinking in ways that aren't true, such as someone else being responsible for the way that you think or feel, mm-hmm. or a circumstance as being responsible for the way you feel. And I think in society, we unknowingly do that all the time. But this particular day when he was talking about my personal thought and my thought feelings about some things that were happening in my life, at that time I was suffering from chronic pain. I was having physical pain. I thought maybe I had arthritis or God forbid fibromyalgia or Mm -hmm. something was happening because it was so painful to move. Mm -hmm. I thought I might have to quit nursing. And all of a sudden, he was talking about your, how your thoughts create reality. And also, to add on to that, I had a daughter who was uh, going into alcohol rehab, or had just completed it, I should say. Okay. And so there was a lot of self, 
um, regret, um, failure as a parent, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff. You know, those, those feelings that come up when you have a child who's going through something like that. And I realized that every single person in my life was responsible for their own thoughts and feelings. Yeah. And somehow that released me from being responsible for them, but at the same time, how much more loving I could be to be able to understand that that's what was happening. Right. And in that moment, my physical pain left. Really? That's amazing. And, yeah, it was something I didn't expect. It was something that um, had a profound impact on my profession, on my family. Um, I found new joy and new direction in my career. Mm-hmm. And it has changed every aspect of my life. I absolutely can relate to that. I have several experiences similar to what you're talking about. And it's something that you can't imagine on the beginning end of it. But as you, and it isn't something like you said that happens overnight. It happens over a period of time. It happens by training yourself in new thoughts and new ways of of um, looking at the world. So perception, your perception of what a situation is uh, makes all the difference in the world. So then looking back on it and realizing, oh my goodness, look at how much my life has changed because I was able to listen to these things from other people and learn from them. So I absolutely thank you for your story. Appreciate that. You're welcome. So Lynn and Teresa, I guess, um, what is the new role of nurse coaching? You you talked a little bit about it, Lynn. Is there more you want to add to that? Lynn? Well, I guess that we, what we're doing now is is creating what the new role of nursing will be. Mm-hmm. It's something that we're just six years into, and the final tapestry will look like what all of us individually bring to it. Mm-hmm. We're actually creating it now. There mm-hmm. are some works by a famous poet from the 20th century, uh, a Spaniard, and he said, Pathmaker. There is no path. By walking, we create the path. Yes. We create mm-hmm. the path by walking. Mm-hmm. So that really is where we're at now. Just a beginning understanding of what we can bring to humanity through nursing. Mm-hmm. And we're always practicing under the scope and standards of nursing, um, just as we always have, only they're rewritten for nurse coaching because we're walking beside our um, client as a team member now. So in a concrete way, how would it look to a nurse, say, um, working at the bedside? The average length of stay in the hospital today, according to the American Nurses Association 2015, is that only 4.5 hours are spent in the hospital on average nationally. So my sense of things is if the patients are not in the hospital, the nurses will not be there either. We see nurse coaching as being the predominant mode of nursing for the future. Okay. And how would that look? Because you think about how many patients a nurse can take care of in a day 
when those patients are all right around her, how would she do that when they're not in front of her? Or does she have we, to travel to them? We have a good indicator in the um, survey that was done by the NIH. And what it showed was that about 25% of us are self-employed. About 25% of us do work in hospitals. And then the other 50% literally work wherever nurses work. So it might huh. be a school setting. It might be a clinic, a health department. It might be mm-hmm. a doctor's office. And so nurse coaching can be incorporated into all of those various nursing roles. There, mm-hmm. there are no exceptions. We have students in our coursework all the way from neonatal intensive care unit, that's represented by Amy, um, to end of life because resilience applies to all human beings. Yes. And do you expect it will take a larger army of nurses or how does that work? We have about 3.8 million nurses in the country right now and I I think that nursing (laughs) will be seen for... The, the reality of what it is, which is the very best possible way to touch human lives. Nursing touches more lives than any other profession. Mm-hmm. And that will continue whether we're seeing people um, in, in groups in a clinic setting or in an institutional setting, and primarily because we have such large numbers um, it, it seems to me that everybody either is a nurse, knows a nurse, or has <laughs> a nurse. Actually, that that was one of my uh, marketing things when I first started this once a nurse is that you either are a nurse or you know someone is who is or, you know, that, that little chain. There's almost nobody who has no connection to a nurse. Um, this is a great time, I think, for us to take a break. And so we are going to do that right now. The episode we're talking about today is the newest thing in nursing, coaching. And my uh, guests today are Lynn McCright, and she is um, uh, the head of the Advancing Nurse Coaching. Uh, Teresa Walding is a director and also a, a faculty member. And then Amy Holscher is currently a student in the program. Um, we have been talking about many different aspects of how nursing is going to look in the future, and we're going to come back in just a couple of minutes and do that again. listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. If you like what you're hearing on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, consider supporting the show. In the one year since the show started, we've increased our listening audience by nearly 7,900% and our goal to reach 50 countries and counting. Whether you are looking to reach a regional, national, or worldwide audience, you'll have a competitive advantage by advertising on Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. It's the perfect platform. 
Contact Senior Executive Producer Casey Trump today at 480-294-6421. That's 480-294-6421. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has a mobile app for iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle. Visit the Apple App Store, Amazon, or Google Play to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Exploring the world of nursing with host Leanne Meyer. To reach the program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to leannevoiceamerica at gmail.com. Now, back to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse. Thank you for staying with us. And this is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. And I'm really enjoying this um, particular episode. We're talking about the newest thing in nursing, which happens to be coaching. And um, my guests today are Lynn McRite, um, who is in charge of the Advancing Nurses Coaching um, Program. We'll talk about that just a little bit later. And um, and she is expressing that this will be the future of nursing, that more and more nurses will be working uh, uh, more in this type of work than uh, necessarily being uh, in a hospital where patients are spending less and less time. Teresa Walding is a director and also one of the uh, the faculty, and Amy Holscher is taking the program. And so... um, Welcome back to you and Lynn. Uh, oh, I think we were going to talk to Amy first. Um, how? What do you see as the importance in healthcare today of having nurse coaching? We've touched on it a little bit. That healthcare is a lot of changing. Um, there's a lot of unknowns. We have new technology. Our patients are changing. Our how we practice is changing. And I think that just knowing that you're not able or you're able to not only just survive but to thrive despite what's going on around us right. the changing environment is is really important um, and something to share with each other and our patients as well mm-hmm. yeah one of the things even as you're talking that comes to my mind is um, in the past I, I was pretty much always in uh, nursing in a hospital setting Um Many times they would tell us that they that we we did not bring in any income for the hospital. The nurses did not. That there was no way to monetize the work that we did, 
And so very many times we were told, well, you know, there's other needs that are important, more important than the nurses. And of course, the nurses were about whatever was they needed was going to be what was going to be needed for the uh, patients. So um, any thoughts about that, Lynn, or um, even Teresa? it's a it's a financial structure. The way that nursing is built in the hospital setting is as room and board. It's not mm-hmm. separated out as nursing skills per se. So mm-hmm. we've actually never been visible. In fact, there's a study that um, is going on right now. We're trying to gain more visibility nationally, and we're eight years into a ten year project. And the most recent results are showing that we're less visible now than oh, no. we were when we began eight years ago. Wow. So it's it's a big issue for us to to have more visibility. Um, I think the the eye of the public sees us still as wearing white uniforms and, and white caps. I mean, very mm-hmm. often we're still portrayed that way. So mm-hmm. the public has not kept up with the, the new roles, although. They, they very soon will be. Um, one of my students had a marvelous example of this. They wheeled in a young man to the emergency room one night, just 25 years old, too morbidly obese to even ambulate independently. Uh-huh. And he said, I want to make some changes, but I want to talk to the doctor and find out what's possible. Uh-huh. So our nurse coach said, student said, um, well, the doctor's over there and can't come right away, but let's talk. And mm-hmm. as the conversation came around, she said, let's talk about calories. You are all fueled up and ready to go in any direction you want. Hmm. Well, those were the most encouraging words he had ever heard from a healthcare professional. And right. immediately wanted to stay in touch with her. It's not possible because <laughs> it was the emergency department. There was a guard at the door and only first names on the name tag. But he was so inspired by what she had to say. So it's that one-on-one direct connection that, that lights the light of the person who can see that there are no limits for themselves mm-hmm. that is that will be the inspiration, that is already the inspiration, that is nurse coaching. Mm-hmm. Do, uh, does anyone else have stories like that that you can um, share with us that show just what a nurse coach can do? Yes. Well, um, I'd love to share another one that a nurse practitioner um, of our student body shared with us. She said she had one 85-year-old woman who had been um, suffering the loss of four family members in a three-month time frame. And it was very difficult for her to remember to check her blood sugar. She was having trouble remembering to give her insulin. Mm -hmm. And Jan just sat with her quietly, and she, she said, you know, you can't be in two places at once. You can't be here now taking care of yourself, and living in the past. And Mm -hmm. that lady just got fire in her eyes, and she said, do you mean to tell me that I'm not taking care of myself because I'm thinking about them? I can't bring them back, but I have the rest of my life to live. Mm -hmm. So three months later, she comes back with more blood sugar checks than she'd had in the previous three years. (laughs) 
and an oh, three A1C years. Wow. that was ideal for her. Okay. I think it was it's Teresa. Did you, oops, sorry. It's in the lab work. Yeah. Yeah. So, Teresa, I think you were trying to add another one. Yeah, I was just going to share about a, a an interaction that I had with a patient one night. We were waiting for a room, and he had had a total knee replacement. And, you know, very stoic man, very nice family. Um, since we were waiting, I allowed his, his wife to come in and visit because, well, it was just easier for her to be with us than to wait wondering what was right. going on. Mm-hmm. And um, we got into the conversation of the surgery and, you know, how it went and how excited he was to have his new knee. And then all of a sudden it changed just a little bit. And he was like, you know, I have a new knee and I don't know what to do now. I don't know what to do next. And then he expressed that he was having a fear of actually walking on his new knee. Wow. And so the opportunity arose for me to do a little bit of coaching with them since I had plenty of time. Uh And so we just talked about what that might look like and acknowledging the fears and that maybe um, that was just thought. The fear Mm. of it was higher in his thinking than the actual fact that he now had it. Hmm. And so we were able to talk about, you know, what it meant, dispel some of the myths about not walking on it, not bending it, those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And as we went on, he was like, I am so glad I got to sit here and actually think about what I need to do next. Interestingly enough, it was his wife that started crying. She was Uh. like, I knew this was going to be a big deal, but I didn't know it was going to be this big of a deal. Uh And, you know, through that interaction, they were able to put a lot of their fears at rest. And by the time we got up to the room, he was back to his, you know, happier self. And Uh his wife was much relieved. And as I got ready to leave, she was like, thank you so much. Yeah, she said, I, I didn't know how we were going to get past this because I knew that he was afraid of that, mm-hmm. but he hadn't said it yet. And so yeah. I think opportunities in nursing are always there like that if if we know to look for them. Mm-hmm. I think when you coaching s- allows us that lens to look through that helps us see it better. Mm-hmm. When you started to say that, I was thinking that because he's been in so much pain for such a long period of time, he had probably let go of any hope of being able to do anything else in his life, but just manage this pain. And that once he got the new knee, that he was going to have a whole new path that he hadn't considered and had no idea what to do with. So that could have gone either one of those directions. And either way, as a coach, you would be able to to help him work those those fears. Yeah, yeah, and just being able to listen with that that ear um, of compassion, um, but also through the nurse coach training, I think it really fine tunes the listening aspect of nursing. Mm-hmm. To hear what the patient's actually saying and then reflect that for them, but but beyond that, let them find their own way. I didn't really say a whole lot. I allowed a lot of talking of him verbalizing his, his fears and his, mm-hmm. all the different aspects of recovery and what his life would now look like. Yeah. So he was able to explore those options in 
a very calm, quiet environment, which obviously isn't always the norm in nursing, but exactly. in this instance, it was. Mm-hmm. Amy, do you have one you'd like to add? Um. As Teresa was talking, I was thinking it's kind of like the the gift that keeps on giving. Like here, yeah, it right. pertains to that one instance in that life, but it's something that can then you can kind of see your thinking in all the other instances as well, and have those other insights. So, I guess a story that comes to mind for me is more of a personal one, where um, my husband um, was going to leave for work in the morning, and I was heading off to a conference out of town, and. As he kind of leaned over the railing, he hit his head really hard on the ceiling and cut himself a little bit and I think saw a couple stars, but he was fine. And I went off to the conference. He goes off to work and I texted him throughout the day and didn't really hear anything back, which is normal for work. And later in the evening, I text him again and I'm getting ready for bed and still haven't heard back yet. So that seemed a little weird. And so I called him probably 10, 1030 at night and no response. So I call right back again. Usually at least the second time I'll get a hold of him. Nothing. Mm-hmm. So then I just kind of start panicking and um, just mm-hmm. go to the worst thought process. Like he is unconscious somewhere. He's <laughs> got a brain injury. Mm-hmm. Like I just had this horrible feeling in my body. And I, at some point just kind of caught my thinking and I just kind of took a pause and go, okay, do you really think he is, doing that horribly. And underneath it all, I was like, no, he, I don't. Like, that's not my intuition speaking up here. Some, he's, I don't think he's truly lying somewhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, as long story short, he had ended up going out to, out of state to Wisconsin for work that day and decided to stay overnight at his brother's house out there. And they don't have good phone reception. So he just missed a lot of what was going on in the text. And I got mm-hmm. a hold of him. But just that intense feeling and knowing that my thinking was creating that, it just suddenly flipped, too. I just wasn't quite such a negative feeling energy. It just, it just was kind of a really interesting thing to be able to have that shift. Nothing had mm-hmm. changed in my physical environment, but, like, everything had changed for, for me. So, Yeah, those are excellent, excellent um, observations from each of you. And, and for me, uh, the visual of that puts it into perspective for me to really see how a, a, a nurse would do that. And in so many ways, nurses do that all the time. They just don't know that's what they're doing. So um, that's really incredible too. So um, Lynn, in these uh, next few minutes, I wondered if you could talk um, a little bit about your program, um, how that came to came into being, um, how people can get a hold of you if they're interested in doing this work, I will mention we will be having a, a banner on my host site uh, for your um, uh, advancing nurse coaching. So some of that information will be there for you or for uh, people looking for it. So Lynn, can you share more about the program? Right. Well, we started out life three years ago as advancing holistic health because of our volunteer work with the Holistic Nurses Association. Mm-hmm. But what we've um, realized now is that it's far more clear to uh, brand ourselves as advancing nurse coaching, which is what mm-hmm. exactly we're doing. And our website is very simple, just two words, nursecoaching.com. Ooh, so that's that makes where it you'll easy. find us. Yes, nursecoaching.com will be very straightforward, the best way to find us. 
um, right now we're one of five schools of nurse coaching, and all of the schools are credentialed under the American Holistic Nurses Certification Corporation. So mm-hmm. that's ahncc.org. And there you'll find all the criteria for becoming a certified nurse coach. We just feel that the future of nursing is, is in our hands. And because we are the largest health profession, we will be the ones who bring the change that is the new healthcare system. Absolutely. Um, the, just as you're saying, the fact that there are so many nurses, we know 3.8 million in the United States, and one can only imagine that the percentages are probably just as high in other countries. So around the globe, you have people who are starting out with this uh, mission of helping other people and the learning that continues, that continuous learning that goes on with nurses uh, to keep finding out what is even a better way of helping our our patients get to those places they want to be of, of excellent health and ability to be able to take the next step in their life and look at what else this is a possibility for them. So I, I just have so much confidence in nursing all the way around the world. So, right, there's um, no shortage of nurses. There's, there is a, a shortage of nurses that are w- willing to work under some of the circumstances that are now mm-hmm. available, and those are circumstances um, are changing and will continue to change to make nursing, one, as it always has been, one of the most joy- joyful professions on the planet. And it will take nurses that are, I want to say creating, but, you know, we have, for so long, nurses just have been under the control of other people telling us what our job is. And really, it's only been maybe in the last 50 to 70 years where nurses are standing up and saying, no, we think we have a better idea of what nursing really is about and what we need to be doing, and things have been changing from there. So, um, yeah, I'm just looking at, um, uh, Teresa, did you have anything you wanted to add to that thought about where we're going? Yeah, I just wanted to... Go ahead. Where we're going in nursing? Yeah. You know, I think that nurse coaching, as we've talked about in this program, is really a vehicle for us as nurses to bring back the essence of nursing, to give us a framework um, of what nurses do. I mean, we mm-hmm. have that in our standards of practice and, and um, you know, lots of different things that we have been taught, but I think nurse coaching allows the nurse to bring her best self forward, to define her practice, to figure out yes. where she's coming from so that she can best help a patient her family, mm-hmm. even the institution that she works for or he works for. Mm-hmm. You know, we have all of these rules. We have lots of um, technical things that we have to do, um, be up on, be good at. There really is no room for mistakes. Mm-hmm. You know, even though we know that they happen, you know, nurses are, are very careful as they can be about taking care of people. And with nurse coaching, I think it allows us to quiet our minds. Mm-hmm. to maybe have new thoughts about how to address current problems. I've been a nurse long enough to see the cycle of nursing, you know, 
We start yes. out uh, one nurse yes. to six patients. Then we right. do team nursing. And then we do um, all various other ways, you know, primary configurations nursing. of how to take mm-hmm. care of people. What's that? A primary nursing. Uh, that's how Amy primary and I nursing. met was through uh, Marie Manthe, who uh, created um, primary nursing. And that was the big deal yeah. when I graduated in 70s. Well, it was still a big deal in 93. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we, it had, it had come back around. Um, but, but what I see for, for nurses now, um, we're trying to figure out what's the best way to help people. And mm-hmm. Lynn actually talked about it a little bit when she said, letting the patient decide for themselves what's right for them. Mm-hmm. Putting the reins back into individual hands of what do they want for their right. life. Right. I think that's what anybody would want, no matter what they're going through, from birth to to end of life. Would you say that that is the main uh, thought you want nurses to hear? That, you know, of all the things that you could share with nurses around the world, that is that the main thought that you want them to hear? And maybe if it is, repeat it again so they all get it. Yeah. I think or say whatever else it is that you think would be yeah, the main no, thing I- you want them to hear. I want every nurse to hear that I think every nurse is a coach, an advocate for their patients. I think nurse coaching allows us to move healthcare forward, to see it in a different way than we've seen it before, and mm-hmm. that it's beneficial not just for the nurse and the client, but for the institutions that we work for. Mm-hmm. Amy, do you want to talk about what you see as the most important thing for nurses around the world to know about nurse coaching? I think, um, I guess, kind of a wish for most nurses just to be able to experience it a bit for themselves, get a glimpse of really knowing where their experience is coming from and their thoughts creating their uh, their feelings. And um, I would say also just knowing that everyone is doing the best they can with the thinking they have in the moment I think that um, as we think of things we're doing ourselves and those around us, it's just really kind of important that I've had throughout this coaching program. It just kind of comes back and back a lot of times. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, Lynn, um, you have probably oh, three minutes or so if you want to, uh, if there's more that you want to make sure gets across to the nurses around the world. Well, when we're talking about the resilience of the nurse, I really want to say that what we're addressing in this is stress. We're addressing incivility. We're mm-hmm. just we're addressing the pain of, of burnout in the profession. Mm-hmm. All of it can be quite literally um, healed and or uh, avoided through understanding our own resilience and. Resilience is, is something that is, makes us flexible and able to move with, with the times and with the situation. Nursing is known to be active in so many different areas, and I love it that we all come under one board of nursing. We're not split mm-hmm. apart like psychologists and, and counselors, mm-hmm. for example. And so we have one standard of, of practice, and, and that's what we adhere to. Um, right now, there are several states that are part of compact states, 
So telehealth is becoming very large, and we're able to right. move across state lines. And in um, the case of Texas, for example, work within 26 different states as a registered nurse and within any state that we're licensed in as a nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. So the future really is ours because we're creating it now. And what it, nurse coaching will look like is what we bring to it. Absolutely. That is so true. And I think that I hope, maybe it's just me because I've been talking to so many passionate nurses through the last two years of this program. And I just keep getting more and more excited from their excitement. And many times, I mean, it's all the different directions that each nurse is going and each of them intent on being able to bring their best to it and share that with people around them that are struggling or floundering or leaving the profession. So those are um, some really important points that each of you have made. And I really want to thank all three of you for being able to come on the show and being able to share this. Um, I, like I said, I I hadn't thought of it quite from the standpoint of, um, you know, you're being certified as a, as a, a nurse coach, but in reality, many of us have been, Put inserting that into our practice over the lifetime of our career without even realizing that's what we were doing. And it starts again with listening, starting by listening to what this person is saying, what do they already know about themselves, and then helping them to get a perspective on it. So I also want to thank all of our listeners uh, around in each of the countries that have been listening. You may have heard me last week uh, announce that the program has grown from 64 people in four countries uh, to last week I was able to announce that Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse had uh, reached 100,000 listeners in over 70 countries, and this week it's 5,000 more. So it just is amazing to me how quickly this is is growing and and advancing. I thank you for doing that, and please continue to do it. So uh, my website, uh, my new website is onceanurse.com. So again, very simple to be able to find it. And on the website, you can just check out what we're doing, uh, subscribe uh, to uh, Once a Nurse to be a part of this program, uh, sponsor the show. We're really looking for people who acknowledge nursing as being a hum- humongous um, benefit to the world and to want to be able to help nurses talk to each other and engage with each other and teach each other. So listen to previous shows if that's something you want to do. It's a very easy way to do it. Um, I'm, we are also in the process of bundling some shows that people can um, buy, things, topics perhaps that are of most interest to you. And then I'm also very interested, and you can do this on the website also, let me know what you are thinking about nursing and what you want to hear about next. And um, again, I just can't tell you how appreciative I am of um, all of the people that have been encouraging this show. So thank you so much. This is Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing. And this is Leanne Meyer. Thank you for listening to Once a Nurse, Always a Nurse, exploring the world of nursing with your host, Leanne Meyer. Be sure to join us again next Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a productive and insightful week.